Hello everybody, this is the first episode of Accessibility for Gamers, and I am Riley Rose Frazee, your host. I tried this earlier and didn't get it right, so we're going to try take two. This is a podcast I'm doing to advocate for game accessibility, hence the title. The things I will discuss in this podcast are as follows. Why I chose game accessibility, my background in gaming, a little bit about myself, and how I picked this podcast title. The title actually came to me because I was paying homage to one of my favorite mainstream games, Left 4 Dead. If you haven't played that, it's actually a first-person shooter. Now, unfortunately, I cannot play it, which is one of the reasons of many that I became a game accessibility advocate. Left 4 Dead is not accessible to a totally blind gamer. So, I cannot play it at the moment, which I'm hoping to someday get that opportunity. I really want to play Left 4 Dead because it is an awesome game. I also became a game accessibility advocate because of the loss of a wonderful game accessibility advocate that I never got a chance to meet. Her name was Susan. And everyone knew her as Susan Can't Play It. She was a deaf advocate. And just suddenly we lost her. And it just devastated the whole community. I mean, we all were devastated over the loss of her. And so it devastated me to the point where I'm like, you know what? I need to step in now and help. You know, we we need more advocates. Any one of us could be an advocate for anything that we chose to be an advocate for. We can be an advocate for entertainment. We can be an advocate for whatever we have passion for. I mean, it's that's what it is. We we need that. We need advocates. No one else is going to do it for us. We've got to do it for ourselves. We've got to advocate. We got to step in and say, "Hey, enough is enough. We want to do this too. We want to we want to be as independent as our non-disabled friends. We want to play games. We want to enjoy the same thing they do." So, accessibility, here we come. You know, game industry, look out, because Riley Rose Frazee's on the case. She's not going to put up with a a, a no answer. It's not going to happen. I don't take no. No just makes me more fired up and more passionate about, hey, this can happen. And and I'm going to fight for it because it's what I believe in. I love what I'm doing. And I'm not going to give up that easily. It's, it's not going to happen. People ask me, Riley, well, what if Bethesda, which is one of the companies I hope, 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 beyond hope, makes a lot of their stuff accessible because a lot of the games I want to play are theirs. What if Bethesda got with you and you started testing stuff and they started making things accessible? Would you stop? Oh, hell no. No, 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 nope, uh-uh, nope. I'm going to fight this all the way. 
I'm going to keep fighting the power, baby. I'm not giving up nothing. It's not happening. I'm going to go for this. I'm going to fight all the way. Even when I'm old and gray, I'm going to be fighting the good fight for accessibility. Because you know what? There's games that come out every day, every week, every month, every year. There's games I'm going to want to play. There's t over 20 that I want to play right now and cannot play them. So I want this to work. I want this to happen. And I'm going to fight the good fight and make it happen. You know, I, I became an, an advocate because I want this. A lot of my friends want this. We need this. And I'm not going to stop until it happens. Until it, you know, it's got to happen. <laughs> and I want it to. And I'm going to strive for that goal. That's my goal. I'm hoping for this. I mean, there are games that are now starting to read menus. And you wouldn't have thought that years ago. I mean, we're, we're making progress. Now we just got to keep going, keep making even more and more and more progress. That's what we've got to do as advocates. We've got to, you know, fight for it. We've got to push it. Not in a mean way. No, no, no. I'm not going to be mean about it. That's not, that's not what my attitude is. I have a positive attitude about it. I'm not going to yell. I'm not going to scream. I'm just going to be passionate. That's what I love to do, and that's how I'm going to do it. And another person that has inspired me in this field is BGFH, a.k.a. Jesse Anderson. I'm a huge fan of his, huge supporter of his. I, I follow him on Twitter, on YouTube, on Mixer, on Steam. I support him wholeheartedly because he does a hell of a job. He does. He's fantastic. And he is one amazing person. And I'm honestly hoping to get him on this podcast. I'm hoping to get guests in the future. Possibly even, you know, work with him on ideas for this thing. Because, I mean, like I said, I, he's in the stuff I'm not, I, that I can't do right at the moment. Unfortunately, and again, it's a new genre, VR. He's into virtual reality. I don't know diddly about virtual reality. So, and that's because I'm light perception blind. All I see is light and dark in a room. You turn the lights off, I'm going to know it. You turn them back on, I'm going to know it. I'm sitting out in the sun and somebody walks in front of me, I'm going to see it dim out a little bit. Not because I can see them, but it just, it, it kind of darkens it a little bit. Or if a cloud goes over, I'll know it. So that's basically my vision. I don't have that type of vision that he does. He has low vision. I have basically none. So I want to be able to get somebody on here that can describe stuff better for you that can actually see it a little bit. Because I don't see it. I can see the light on the screen. That's about it. I couldn't, if I tried right now, I could not describe you some of my favorite video game characters. I couldn't tell you what they look like. I can tell you what they sound like. Those that speak, that is. <laughs> the Doom Slayer, aka Doom Guy, does not talk. So, 
I couldn't tell you diddly jack squat what he looks like. <laughs> so, there you go. I mean, and that's the way Bethesda has him. He's, he's silent. He's basically sneaky. But he is badass. So, there you go. He, he, he's an awesome dude. And so, I, like I said, I couldn't tell you what any of my favorite characters looked like. Now, Jesse, he could describe somebody to you. Because he can see them. And so, I'm hoping to get him on here somehow. Get his input on a few things. Have him on a few times. If, you know, because he, he's, he's good at it. He knows what he's doing. I'm brand new at it. But he's been at this for a while. He, he's great at it. He describes things well. He's not over dramatic. He's... And he doesn't script anything. And that's what this podcast is too. I'm not going to script it. I'm not going to record something reading it from a piece of paper. Uh, no. Just like him, I don't do that. I am not going to script anything. I'm just going to be me. Because that's the way I am. I don't like scripted. That's why I'm, I'm a huge fan of his. Because he's, he's not scripted. He just does things and it's amazing how he records his videos there's no there's no real music intro outro none of that he has his usual intro and outro but he says it himself which i think is admirable when when you don't have to script there's no sense in it if, if you're passionate for it if that's what you do that's that's how you do it but not everybody has to script so that's basically what some of my goals are for this, why I got into game accessibility, how I got the title. Now, my background in gaming is actually pretty funny. I have five brothers who are all sighted. I have two older brothers, three younger. Well, at the time that my beginning in gaming took place, my youngest brother wasn't here or he would have had a field day with it. But I was about 14 my other brother was seven, and the other one was four. They loved Mortal Kombat. They were Mortal Kombat fans like you wouldn't believe. They, they loved it. So they were like, sis, come on, sis. Come on, play with us. Come on, sis. got to fight us. And I didn't know what they was talking about. I thought they were talking like cops and robbers or something like that because they always played cops and robbers as kids. So I thought, oh, we're going to go outside and play cops and robbers. Okay. When am I going to be the robber again? Jeez. You know? And so I was like, what are we playing? And they're like, Mortal Kombat. Like, what the heck is that? Like, it's a video game on the Nintendo, sis. Come on. And I thought, okay, I'm going to play against one of my brothers. I thought they were going to play. Wrong. Riley, you are dead wrong, sister friend. You are dead wrong. No, they decide. Oh, Riley Rose, you're going to play it against the computer. Yep. They had me playing it against AI. And I got all the way to one of the many four-armed characters. I'm not exactly sure which one because there's a few of them. So I'm not sure exactly which one it was. So I can't really say names. But it was Super Nintendo. I do know that. So I'm not sure which exact character it was. But I got to him and I could not beat him. <laughs> I could not kick his butt for nothing. And it's funny because the two characters I always used when I was 14 was Sonya Blade 
and her man, Johnny Cage. Now, at 14 years old, I had no idea about any of the storylines or nothing like that, because, of course, it was just one of the earlier Mortal Kombat games. But when I began listening to some of the newer Mortal Kombat games in my 30s, I found out that Johnny and Sonya ended up together, which I thought was cool as heck, because I was like, hey, those are the two characters I always played with when I was a kid. Those are the two I always used. And I could kick butt with either one of them, but I could never beat that guy. <laughs> I'd never beat the Super Nintendo version. But I enjoyed it. It was fun. That was how I got into gaming, by a funny little prank like that. My brothers are like, hey, you can play against us. And then they, they decide, oh, now we want to see if you can beat us. <laughs> guys, guys, <laughs> they got their butts kicked. <laughs> they thought they were smart. They thought, oh, we got vision. We can see where we're going. She gonna kick. She's not going to kick our butt. Oh, yeah? Big sister whooped them. They never tried that anymore. <laughs> they never tried that again. It, it was pretty funny. So... They, they didn't know what to do. They had no idea what was happening. And that's basically it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in this to stay. I'm going to keep going, even if all my favorite games become accessible. I'm going to keep going. I'm doing this for everyone, not just myself. I'm not one of these people that's going to do this for me. It's not for me. It's for us. There's no I in team. I'm doing this for all of us. I want to play games. My friends want to play games. We want to hang out with our sighted friends and our non-disabled friends. We want to play games with them. We want to, we want to kick butt too. So have at it. Fight the power, everybody. This is Riley Rose Brazy, and I will see you soon. The schedule will be... Thursdays and Sundays, unless I state otherwise, I will let you know if we get a guest and we end up switching schedules or something happens. I will keep you posted on that. Also, if you want, you can follow me on Twitter at access for the number four gamers. Or just look up Accessibility for Gamers. The A and the G are both capitalized. And then there's, like I said, the number four right in the middle. Accessibility for Gamers. If you're a developer and you want to talk to me about accessibility, you can contact me at accessibilityforgamers at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in, and I will talk to you guys on the next one.